rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Three cheers for His Majesty the King. Welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Roberta. And I'm Rachel. And we're coming to you with some somber news this morning. A few housekeeping reminders, though, as always, follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed and email us your reaction to the news about King Charles, info at gallerypodcast.com. We want to hear from you listeners. Rachel, what a whirlwind 24 hours it's been. I know. We wanted to jump on. It's been a minute. We were just saying since we did a bonus episode, but this definitely merits it. We were really stunned yesterday to hear the news from Buckingham Palace that King Charles has cancer. Of course, the type was not revealed, but it's not prostate cancer. That was confirmed. Quote, it was discovered during a procedure for benign prostate enlargement. Then, quote, another quote, subsequent tests have identified a form of cancer. That's how they're referring to it. The statement was transparent, and I applaud Buckingham Palace for keeping us in the loop on this because, as we know, with health matters, they really don't have to, but they really also did not share specifics. We know that Charles was advised by his doctors to postpone public-facing duties, but he will continue to undertake state business and official paperwork as usual. I always think of the red box, and that's how people keep referring to it. Additionally, the statement said that the king is grateful to his medical team for their swift intervention, and he remains wholly positive about his treatment and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible. It also said in the statement that the goal in sharing was to prevent speculation, but also to assist in public understanding for all of those affected by cancer. I think it's particularly notable, Roberta, I'm sure you saw this, that the prior post on the Royal Family Instagram account was from Sunday in honor of World Cancer Day, and it had a picture of Queen Camilla opening a new cancer support center at the Royal Free Hospital. So I feel like that carries such new weight, knowing what Camilla likely knew all last week, or who knows what when this exact diagnosis came through, but it completely stopped both you and I in our tracks. Yeah, it did. I do think it also gives new light to the fact that we had seen Camilla at an event every single day last week. I think that going through that, knowing that your significant other has this diagnosis is is really, really tough probably for her. I feel for her and for the rest of the family with all that they're going through with William and Kate too. I know we want to talk about that. There's just an update that Harry landed in Heathrow from LAX. He took an overnight flight. He kind of rushed over so we can talk about what the rest of the royal family is doing. How did you feel about that news? Because we did get it confirmed kind of quickly that Charles took the time to tell William and Harry first and his siblings and then announce it to the public. But I think for me, what really made me feel extra nervous and stressed was just the fact that Harry did jump on a plane. I'm of two minds about it because I do feel like looking at both you and I, we have our parents. Like if you heard that they were going through something like this, estrangement or not, you would want to be there in a heartbeat. You would not miss a beat. You would be dialing the airport. So that makes sense. But it also just just makes me feel nervous. Like I we know that Charles has begun outpatient treatment already. Harry is on a plane like that feels significant, right? It does. It does. I mean, I think you're right. I think we would drop everything to go see our parents. I'm literally Zooming you from Florida at my parents' house. So of course, yeah, yeah, I would just, I would, but also at the same time, we know how strained that relationship is between Harry and Charles and William. I mean, it's still, from what we know, feels very much like there's a lot of progress that needs to be made to get back to a good place. And so I think, you know, for him to drop everything feels, it feels really intense. And I think too, like Charles has only been on the throne 
18 months. I mean, it's just, it's such a shock. I feel like the rug was pulled out from underneath all of us yesterday. I know. And January's already been so rocky. You know, we have Kate home now and recovering, but it's just been, you know, it's like we were just talking about how we had a Fia Hagen on recently in a recent episode. And we were asking her about, you know, what are you going to do with this kind of gap in the royal programming? And she was like, "Mm, I never talk about that because the minute I do, the other shoe drops. And this is confirming what she said. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we were thinking about our episode Thursday and thinking, you know, it's just been so quiet. Do we, you know, skip this week or something? And that's when the news dropped. We did get an update recently. I think it was this morning from Prime Minister Rishi Sunak that they caught the cancer quite early is what he said. And so he's hoping for a swift recovery. But that really is new details because, yes, like you said, the statement from the palace was pretty sparse on details. So, yeah, I also just keep thinking about William and Harry reuniting and how grueling and intense it must be to constantly reunite under such difficult circumstances. You know, I feel like it was like the Queen's passing or Philip's passing and Charles's cancer diagnosis. And of course, we did have the Jubilee in between, although that was limited interaction when they came over for that. But I do feel like it's just like, is this a situation where they're able to just put health matters aside and really focus on what matters? I would hope so. But I do feel like the intensity is there. And we do also know that Megan and the kids are not joining Harry. And that Harry was scheduled to be in Vancouver next week for the Invictus Games one-year countdown. I think you know, we both said yesterday he probably will end up skipping that, although maybe this is a short visit and that will also kind of shed light on the situation. I know that we saw Princess Beatrice today, I believe, visit the king and then also Princess Anne was out for an investiture. So, you know, Princess Beatrice visiting her uncle, that's really sweet. And then the royals carrying on like normal, that's kind of heartening, I guess. I know. It's like the keep calm and carry on. I did do some digging here. We know that the counselors in state that would step in if it gets to that point for Charles where he cannot carry out his stately duties would be Camilla, William, Anne, and Edward. They Mm -hmm. would be the ones stepping up. Obviously, William is going to have a ton on his plate because Kate is out of the loop and out of commission for a while still. He's got the kids to take care of. We are supposed to see him return to public duties tomorrow. For two events, right? Two events, the London Air Ambulance Annual Gala, and he's handling an investiture from Windsor. So I do feel like pressure is on for him, and I feel for him there. And that's also where I, you know, I think under different circumstances, it would be wonderful for him to be able to lean on Harry. But that's not Harry's problem. But it is, you know, you want your sibling by your side, I'm sure. Yeah. I was kind of stunned because, as we know, today is February 6th, which is the day that the Queen always stayed in Sandringham Till because it's the day her father passed, King George yeah. VI. So really, this announcement came 72 years to the day that Charles's grandfather passed away. What a good connection, Roberta. I didn't even think about that. I just I kept thinking about what we would th- talk about this week for this week in royal history. And that that came up. So it is, you know, it's it's a already a heavy day for the royal family and a day of remembrance and solemnness for them. And so I'm sure that they're kind of taking this in stride and and. We'll have to see when Charles steps out again. We know, like you said, that he's getting his red box. He's also expected to hold his weekly audience with the prime minister, his monthly meetings with the Privy Council. So he really is caring for normal. He's back at home already. So the treatments are obviously going to be outpatient. Yep, outpatient. There's, you know, for 
certain types of cancer. There's chemotherapy, there's radiation. And so we don't know that much, but prime minister said they caught it early. So that's. Yeah, but it does mean Shed we probably won't. There, there's talk that we won't see Charles for Trooping the Color. That's so major. The spring visit to Canada is likely off. We have Commonwealth Day. That's, of course, all in flux. I did like, and I mean, we have had Samir Hussein on the podcast before, and we adore him, the Getty Images photographer. That was the image that was shared with the statement from Buckingham Palace. And it showed the king. I looked this up because it was a new portrait for me. I really didn't recognize it, but yeah. it was from a state visit to Paris, the one that they took in September. And the king looked very, very healthy and in his prime and very kingly, honestly. So I think that that helps to convey a sense of optimism. But I do feel like, are you feeling optimistic, Roberta? I just, it's its really a devastating piece of news to receive, especially on a Monday. And I'm feeling much more optimistic knowing they caught it so early. I think that that is really um, kind of a big reveal from the prime minister. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the yeah, palace said would have said it said off the cuff much. or something. Yeah. And so I think that that's, that's pretty huge. But I also do think that, you know, a lot of the things that they've done recently, the changes to the counselors of state, the way that Charles was filmed leaving the hospital last week, you know, I said that he looked like he had been holding onto the hood of the car to walk steadily. Mm, like it just gives it so much more weight knowing mm. this news and Harry I think the biggest thing is Prince Harry going so quickly to his dad's side. Yeah, but I do appreciate this transparency. Are we in a new era here? Like, I think, and of course, it was very limited transparency. We do not know the form of cancer, and that's fine for me. Like, I really do feel like that is their private and personal information I don't need to know. But I like that they're keeping us in the loop. And it also, I think, gives them a little bit more flexibility and, and peace to kind of just stay out of the spotlight and no one's questioning it and writing all these thing pieces about are they lazy? Are they not working? That kind of a thing. So I think that it was a smart move. We also know that the king is going to have the best healthcare in the world. So that is, you know, I think a silver That's lining here. That's some solace. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, but we'll be, of course, following along. I don't know, Roberta, is there anything else to add here? I don't think so. I mean, I think this isn't any speculation at all, but I did ask my parents since I'm here in Florida right now, um, their friend who's a retired doctor, just what, you know, just curious about prostate enlargement surgery, like what that would entail or what areas kind of. And so they said, you know, the bladder is something that is very close to the prostate. I'm so not medically minded, so I don't know any of this. So excuse me if this is so basic, but the bladder, they also run blood tests. Yeah, I think before any treatment, you have a blood test too, just before you do any kind of medical procedure. There's a New York Times article about this actually that does the same thing that like mimics your conversation that basically goes into what could be uncovered. And I think what's alarming is how much is actually found during routine procedures. It's a very common thing to have this happen. So yeah, it's just so it's so common to have that during routine procedure. We're really lucky, I think, that the king was in for for the surgery he was in. Yeah, I think the takeaway is everyone go to your annual checkups for sure. All right, well, we will be back on Thursday with a full episode. All right, until then, God God save save the the pod. And the king. Yeah, it feels like we should say that. God save the king. God save the king. Thinking of you, Charles. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.